Do it a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm hearing a lot of feedback on your end. I hope it's not coming through. When the come through, just sounds Do you like. Still hear it? Yeah, it's my computer because it's hot, and my house is not. Um, it's your. I can hear it on my computer as well. It's the fan mm-hmm. in your computer. Damn, girl, y'all right over there. <laughs> you know, it was today was the third hottest day ever in the world. recorded <laughs> in the history of the world. The last three days have been that. Well, so. it's only gonna get worse. So. Yay. How we don't, you? there's no turning back. I think we like, oh man, that's crazy. It's been hot. The weather's been weird. It's something unbalanced about everything. Um, it doesn't feel like there's an equilibrium or it's like not a natural uh, summer. I don't know what it could be. Crazy anomaly. How are you, Sheila? What's I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little tired. I just uh, I just saw you maybe like six hours ago. I was like two seconds in New York doing things. Shout out to Renee. I had to do a photo shoot. Renee who? Renee Blewett. I feel like I guess folks don't know Renee, but she needs to be a first name type of bitch because she is. But I did a photo shoot. She's She's just, again, I was just meditating on the way that she's just offering a platform and possibilities and opportunities to black women-owned businesses. Thank you, Renee. I know I know it may feel like a hustle and bustle, but you're really just like opening doors in a lot of ways. So I just want to shout out to her. I'll make an announcement um, later when she gives me the thumbs up as to what the hell I'm talking about. But Renee out here, open doors, just tapping people on the shoulder, telling them, hurry up, come along, everybody. But um, <laughs> it was nice to be in New York. It is a hustling and bustling city. Um, I got lost multiple times, but I also I'm kind of learning the city as well. I'm trying to figure it out a little bit, so I'm proud of myself. And so you got lost. Yeah, I was trying trying to meet her. I don't, my, I don't know. I need to stop using the map that I'm using. You got to use Waze. Waze talks too much. It, Waze no, is like, you can turn Waze. You can turn the lady okay. off. Waze is like um the neighborhood. Watch. Cr- yeah, it's like niggas fighting 20 feet up. The, <laughs> Pot they hole. selling Lucy's on the left, 200 <laughs> feet. They selling Lucy's. <laughs> it's like Citizens app if it's It is. Yeah. I'm like, this is, is giving me anxiety. There's a lot going now on. I'm just trying to go two miles, girl. My ways doesn't talk at all. Okay, well, maybe I need to do that. You're just whatever. using regular old Apple Maps? But ghetto. I don't know what I'm using. That's I what just, you use Anything that has an arrow, I'm like, okay. <laughs> But it got me lost. But I was also just like <clears throat> walking. And whenever you say it, whenever I think about 
potentially moving to New York or most, I think the only reason I would move to New York is if I were to open like a business there, Sable there. But this time around, I was like, you could really like map this out. Like you could really just paper and pencil. How much money would you think it would cost? Do your little research to find out how much, you know, retail spaces are going for there. What are the lease terms? And like, why couldn't you? I can put you in contact with the homegirl. Shout out to Brooklyn Wellness. She was um, someone that I met at the Blue Note. She was serving when I was there for my birthday. She was serving me and my friend. And she's like a yogi. I want to bring her on to the podcast, but she quit the Blue Note and opened up a whole wellness yoga studio in Brooklyn. I would like to talk. I need to talk. I mean, she did it. Renee Mm -hmm. would probably be, again, a wonderful resource to talk to. But like, yeah, how are people doing it? It just feels so um, hard. Just your apartment would be much smaller. The rent is high. I don't know it. But for the first time, I was kind of like, okay, okay, I could possibly do this. These are just regular folks opening up businesses like. I think for now, just keep vending, keep vending. Like, I think you should get with Angie. Shout out to Ariane's Jewelry. Yeah. And figure fi- out what like, the market's like. Vend, do the yeah. things that she does because she's always vending every weekend and see what the response is. And yeah. then I think that will inform your next move. You're my I think there's a now. huge market for Sable in Brooklyn. Are you fucking kidding me? And yeah. in New York. These black women in Brooklyn, are you kidding? Well, Again, I'm 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 doing I'm making my rounds. Shout out to me. I'm doing my market research. I have some events in Brooklyn, so I am I'm testing the waters. And um, in the past, we've always done well, but yeah, but it's always just been like I could never move to Brooklyn. That's impossible. But I was walking like bitch. Get together. Get you were together. also like I think I want to move. I like that Clinton Hill. I was like, girl, you I want to. <laughs> you can be in a hood with me. I think I want to go to Manhattan, Times Square. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> I don't think so. I think your first apartment might be in Canarsie. No, I'm playing. Child. You don't get that joke, but you mm-hmm. will. Oh, you will. Shout out to Canarsie. It's real How out there. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm great. Oh, I love to hear it. Uh-huh. I saw you for 2.5 seconds. I got a glimpse I fe- into I- your daily... What Antoinette does every day. I got a little tiny glimpse. You saw my night routine too. I felt mm-hmm. badly about going to yoga last night, but then you were like, you were going to dinner with a friend and I was like, oh, well, shit, I'm going to go to yeah. yoga then. No, I, I was trying to stay out your way. I don't want you to feel obligated by any means. You weren't in my way. I was just trying to get you the keys, but yeah, I, um, I saw you for 0.2 seconds. I was working. I couldn't even hug you because I was on the phone with my boss when you were leaving. Sad. You also left a necklace here. It has a dollar sign on it with a green Damn, I pennant. That. I don't know what that. Um, it looks like a necklace or it could be an anklet. I'm not sh- quite sure. It's but, a necklace. Okay. Little ass neck. But <laughs> I'm good. I, I actually hung out. I was out all weekend. I think I might have talked about this. Yes, I was flirting all weekend because we had that one episode that we did. And then I hung out with Jade of All Jades on the actual, um, on July 4th. 
Oh, you were with Jade? I haven't seen yeah. Jade in forever. I know. I need to text she's, her and say I want to see her. She's always traveling. Um, And we grilled. And she had, Jade is just, that lady will, it be five people. And she's going to have enough food for 50. And she did what she does. But the craziest part about it was that all I wanted was a hot dog. She had salmon skewers. She had shrimp that I can't eat. She had steak. She had different types of chicken drummits and wings and things. I mean, and I came there with a salad (laughs) and a pack of ballpark hot dogs and did not eat. Not a day, not a nothing until that hot dog was ready because I just thought to myself, this is really all I want. I see all this delicious food and I want unpopular opinion. The best thing to come off the grill is a fucking hot dog. I agree. I agree. (gasps) I can't believe you agree. I mean, I would eat all the other food as well, but I love hot dogs. Anybody say hot dog. They're disgusting, but they are delicious. Delicious. I mean, amazing. You, you probably put mustard on your hot no, dog. No, I don't. It's just straight Ooh. ketchup. I did ketchup and relish. And relish. Relish, oh. if I feel fancy, not us agreeing on one thing in life, it's going to be a That's hot dog. That's crazy. <laughs> we, this is a sign. I feel like when we go out and we actually, because you outside now, uh, when we're actually out, I feel like we have the same taste in like hot dogs. Do not, I, do, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. No. Oh, no. I don't know because the people that I think are cute, you're you're usually you're usually aligned. Like the last yeah. guy that I hung out with that you and you were around, you were aligned. You were like, he's cute. Girl, I don't know who you're talking about. That's when a we shame were at the bar. And you oh were, yeah, and you were here, and you were. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I I feel like we might be going after the same guy. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to push you in the direction. Whatever we're out. I don't think out. that that's what. I, I, it would only be for flirting and Yes, and of course. Flirting. Yeah. That you I, just you push be, me and then I end up in a relationship and then you don't want to Shanti. And I'm still <laughs> out in these streets banging on your door. Let me in. <laughs> I swear. To, I said to myself, too, I was like, Shanti is absolutely going to be in a relationship before you. Absolutely. No. Even I'm, now. I'm telling myself. I'm, sick. I'm telling myself. That um no I'm trying Girl, to do like Girl, if Mr. Right year, comes wrong, along, whatever. just go with it. I'm so confused about what that means. So all right, Mr. That, right for right now. Okay, well moving that's right a along. Whole other conversation, Chad. In other news, um, I'm feeling really activated in my like femininity, <laughs> and I think I, I <laughs> do. It's the Disney princess. Uh, it, well, it's more cosplay. than Disney princess. It's like, it's like I was I was cooking the other day. And I was real. I was in here. I was making my uh, girl. I haven't made my Ghanaian pepper sauce, that green pepper sauce. Okay. I have not made that in so long. And I was like, what? About to go get this joint, whip this up real quick. And I was in the kitchen and I swear to God, I was in my like, you know, that wrap that I wear where I just wrap Mm -hmm. the material around me. And I was like, "Mm, what would it feel like to do this in a bra and panties? (laughs) So I went and changed. I went and changed and then I was like, mm, doesn't feel that good. And then I went and shaved my legs and oh, like washed and you. then put 
like oil all over my body. I loved it. And was moisturized. I mopped the floor so that my clean feet yes, wouldn't girl. touch the dirty floor. And I was just in there whipping it up. And I made sure to leave the blinds open or the, the curtains. And I was just in there like, do, 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 do. And it I felt so good. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I realized something. I, And believe me, I'm not getting paid for this anymore. I think it has something to do with that vibrator. <laughs> oh, really? I swear to God, ever since I did that campaign with um, Balesa, shout out to them. Balesa? That sounds like somebody, that sounds like, this my daughter, Balesa. <laughs> that sounds like. <laughs> Go to the website. You, I don't know if you name it it. But um, ever since. So I, I will be honest and say that even with a vibrator and a, a regular, degular vibrator, like a wand kind of deal, I would still sometimes struggle with orgasm. Not, not anymore. Not with this thing, this, this hook okay, thing, whatever that is, baby. And I've just, I like look forward to it. And I think because maybe this is too much, but I think because you have to like insert part of it, like there's a whole other kind of thing where You're you like, have I to. got a man. No. I got a nigga. No, but you have to like <laughs> make sure you're revved up. You have to make sure like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want any dryness there if you have to like actually insert something. You you do it, follow what I'm saying. This mm, isn't yes. horrible decisions. Follow me. I'm trying to be a little uh, non-crass. Do you understand? At yes, internet. You're, you're giving you me a look on my Patreon. You would understand. I why wasn't. I'm asking. No, you were you're like, projecting onto me. That's just how I look. That's my oh, actual so. face. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, but anyway, so now I'm like, oh, this is nice. I like this. I love this and so for you. I've been making sure I'm walking around the house and it smells good and getting up and lighting my incense and just kind of like being in my body. I th- I also think it has something to do with yoga. <laughs> I, I hate that I left that out, but I do. I think that I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being Stretching. in your body in all the ways. Sensuality. I'm in yeah. my body and it's yes. a delight. It's a treat. Mm-hmm. It's rich. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Sounds and nourishing. Like, yeah. Ooh, nourishing. You know, Add really. to our words of our vo- limited vocabulary list. We did good just then. We did real good. <laughs> we did good just then, right there. <laughs> anyway, so those are my updates. I'm, I'm actually this week. I'm a, not feeling insane. I'm feeling okay. So shout out to me and you. Shout out, yeah. Also, you didn't say anything about my bed, and I was really disappointed. Did you not like it? I enjoyed your bed very much, but Thank you know, you. as an older person, it's still you still don't fall asleep. Like if you spend the night at somebody else's house, you still are up a little bit. So I fell. I ended up falling asleep around like seven. Like I hit deep sleep around like seven a.m. and I slept for like a good hour and a half. Like hard. You were sleeping. up the whole night. Wait, I wasn't what? up, but I wasn't completely sleep. You know that doesn't happen to you, Internet. You were like conscious, conscious. Yeah, there. It wasn't a deep sleep. You were I was, aware. A you were part still... of me was aware that I was. Not was it sleep. blue? Was it blue? No, blue. Listen, I've slept with blue where she has tiptoed on my head. <laughs> she she got on you yesterday. Do you she remember? Did? No. That's what I'm saying. I think you were a little more asleep than you think. And I yelled at her and I was like, blue, get off of her. And you, she crawled on your chest and you just took your hand and mushed her to the <laughs> ground. And I was like, bitch, I almost 
woke your ass up like don't play with me that's my child but i was like all right i'm gonna let her cook but okay and blue didn't come back she stuck out wasn't here fucking playing don't play bad, we gonna have to talk about that but okay. you need to train your cat not to crawl on people's heads you, you know what no i don't this is so her like house you're a guest smushed properly before she said what in the dismissal was that <laughs> anyway I think those are our updates. A good 15 minutes. Very good by us. She's literally <clears throat> Please rate, subscribe, and share Around the Way Curls. I have to say that people have really been reviewing. It makes me so happy. We are at 994 reviews on Apple. I would love for us. That sounded like an NPR drops, drive. <laughs> We what? just need six, four, six <laughs> more reviews to make it to that 1,000 mark, I would love mark, to guys. get to 1,000. We can do it. We can do it. And this really does mean something. We've been having conversations with folks interested in the podcast. And these reviews and ratings have been referenced. So please, folks, we see the numbers. We see how many people actually listen and download us and 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 engage with us on a weekly basis. So there's more of you out there. Many. Please review. Please just take five minutes out of your day if you can. Thank you so much. Please. I beg. More begging. Please consider to <laughs> join our Patreon. You can see our podcast live. You can see our faces and some exclusive content or whatever. It's um, on Patreon.com. Shout out to new patrons that have joined the gang gang. Brianna, Tiffany, hmm. Kaya, Kaya. Kaya. Ain't, there ain't bitch. no vowel in there. Oh, why? why? Sometimes why? Why? Hmm. The white woman in me took <laughs> she over. She just said Kya. <laughs> <laughs> Why did didn't you know say that? Suburban teacher in a black school came over me. First of all, also, apologies if if your name is Kia. I don't <laughs> think it is. I think it's Kia. Kia. But- that hits. That's a, that's a strong-ass name. And Saudia. My bad. Shout out and to you And Brianna. Y'all. It could be Brianna. You never know. Could be Brianna. Tricky, tricky. Tricky, tricky icky. All right. That we're we're doing so well on timing. Let's take a break. I'm really feeling good about this. Let's take a break. And please, Shanti, I don't know if you've sang yet. After these messages, we'll be right back. That was so good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, and we're back. You just, uh, since you sang that, I actually, for hot shit, would like to shout out Jasmine. Because it reminded you of Jasmine. Cause I know. Because that said. clean run yeah, you reminded said, me. Of that Grammy Jasmine winning lady. Like Shanti a little bit. That's I said, oh, Jasmine, but Shanti was in the studio when she did that arrangement. Jasmine sang Lift Every Voice and Sing for did the Macy's she? Day Parade, and she sang it the- For the Macy's Day Parade? Why would you just, is that what that was for? I thought it was July 4th. What did you just say? Is that right? <laughs> Because if it Bitch. was Macy's Day Parade, Wait, I'm so It wasn't. Confused. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> she said for the Macy's Thanksgiving Wait. Day Parade in November of 2020. Uh, who sponsors a, Wait, who sponsors the July 4th Parade? I don't know, girl. It wasn't no parade. She was standing stationary, <laughs> nigga. No, there is a parade. Don't play with me. Hold on. Let you me might be right, but that sounds crazy coming that out your mouth. That did sound crazy. She said for the Thanksgiving Macy's <laughs> no. Parade of 1986. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Wait. Wait, I'm telling you. She said, thank you, Macy's Fireworks. I ain't crazy. All right, it wasn't no Macy's Parade. And it was on NBC. And thanks to Ray, oh, Ray Chu, Ray Chu from the Apollo did the arrangement, which is amazing because... As we all know, Jasmine appeared on the Apollo when she was a baby, baby, baby boy, baby, baby girl. What? I'm having wine and I'm going to stop. Are you doing drugs again today? Wine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I accidentally, I went into her account and liked her own post by accident, thinking it, it was mine. Hold on. All right. So shout out to her. It was beautiful. It, she sang it down. I just, every time she sings and this upper register comes out, I'm like, where did that come from? She did not have that when we were younger. <clears throat> and we used practicing. to make fun of her. Like, it's a deep-ass voice. That girl, I'm just so proud. And I need her to have more opportunities like that so that the world, I want to see her do tributes. I want. I need the world to hear yeah. how she can really sing it down. Like, I, I need that. Seriously. It didn't make any happened. sense to me that they had... Um, they were honoring Fantasia, and Jasmine is not a part of that. She probably turned Jasmine shit. Also, too. be like, no, I yeah, know, like, I just about it. <laughs> actually, be like, mm, could we talk about? Actually, Jasmine said, uh, uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> she was like, mm, this one's in Philly. <laughs> I'll go. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> that one, that that performance was in Philly, so that makes sense. She don't want to leave that city. Shout out to Philadelphia. Moving right along. Have you heard of flying a boss? Yes, girl, I've been posting them for weeks now. I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with them. Their videos make me tired because they running their little asses off. They run. Have you seen their videos where they're just running in the streets? Yes, it's that. Yeah. Why are you saying it? I just don't. Well, I don't yeah. like to do hot shit. I don't like to do it because when I say something, yes, I've, I'm obsessed with them. They are a phenomenon. I've been posting them. On I where? posted them on our Instagram before. Like, is I anybody else obsessed with them? I look at. Yes. 
I don't always look at the stories. I'll be honest, but I should. And I apologize. They said, hello, Christ. I'm about to sin again. again. (laughs) Child. That's what we have to say to ourselves every time we go. But I'm not feeling him. This is what we have to say to ourselves every time we go out. Every time we enter the streets. Sugar, spice, conecolon, and cinnamon. Me and my bestie go together like a synonym. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. I apologize. And her little alien ears. Oh, my God. They're, I'm sorry. They, they look like babies, right? They are. How old are they? They are Their babies. Their name is Bobby, Lania, and Flo. Oh, child. Folion. <laughs> child. I don't it's, know if you said I that apologize, right. I apologize because I love her too. But those are the babies' names. Well, I love the two besties, <clears throat> one duo. I don't know why I love that tagline so much. I wish we would have thought of it. Damn. Damn. But shout out to them. Lastly, have you heard of Threads and Spill? No, that's in my other updates. No. Why y'all doing this? Because we don't support Elon Musk, Santi. Elon Musk. How do you say that man's name? I need to stop drinking this Did you wine. call him Elon Musk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk. Is that his name? Wait. Yes. Musk. Musk. Hmm. Musk. Are yes. those like sea creatures? What are the sea creatures called? Musk. What is this? And Cologne. Egyptian musk. musk. Yeah. That's Egyptian white. Internet. Do you remember <laughs> Egyptian white? Fuck yeah, I do. Yo, if you're from the hood, if you're from Philly in particular, <laughs> Egyptian white had us in a headlock. You hear me? <laughs> that should smell delicious. Oh my Shout God. out to the Muslim brothers and sisters. Um, Threads is Mark Zuckerberg and team have yeah, not much better. launched tricky, but they've launched Threads, and everybody's sick of Elon and his shit. Elon is making people pay for Twitter in order to have a certain amount of characters and verification and an edit button, and now he has an also edit button. Yeah, he's also limited the amount of tweets that a non-paid Twitter account can read in a day. The amount of tweets is 600. I have never read 600 tweets in a day, but apparently most people do and they reach their limit. And so he's trying to force people to pay. Mark Zuckerberg was like, ah, 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 watch me work and launch threads. Everyone is over on threads. They're loving it. Threads is seamless when it comes to uh, the incorporation of your Instagram. There's some work that needs to be done on the UX, on the user What'd experience. Okay. User experience. Thank you. But right now, I'm hoping Twitter dies. Then you also oh. have Spill. Spill was launched by, they keep saying it's black owned, but it's brown people. That being, I don't know how, I'm confused. But they were former employees of Twitter who were let off, let go. Um, laid off rather, uh, when Elon came aboard. And so they've launched Spill. It's like you're spilling the tea. And it's cute. It's very cute. The user experience is not that great. I've joined both of them. Haven't logged into Spill today because I'm old. Can only handle one thing at a time. Threads was today. Threads, though, it's very easy. You just, you just 
say, yeah, I want to follow all the people that I follow on Instagrams and I want them to follow me. So as soon as you join, it's like all of a sudden it's just Instagram, but in a Twitter him. version. Wow. Mark said, don't count the kid out ever, ever your life. I will always own it, own it, be a part of it <laughs> in your business. So lots of people are on there having a grand old time. There's lots of gifts. There's lots of, you know, lots of black folks are carrying on as they do in their most brilliant ways. And I don't know. I'm not for the Twitters. I'm very curious to see how it impacts Twitter. Very curious. So something to watch out for. But everyone uh, around the way, Crows is also on threads. Have not um, logged on to that account, but I will. Because right now it's very difficult to toggle back and forth between accounts. Um, yeah. So that's it. Shout out to Threads and Spill. All right. <clears throat> the moment that I've been waiting for that I don't know if anyone else has. I think, no, they have because they've been tweeting back when that was a thing. <laughs> what? Do you, yeah. What do you call a threading? What do you call a it? A thread. I don't know. I threaded Oh, like a tweet. Yeah. What is the thing? What is the verb for that? No, it would be a noun, a tweet. Or are you tweeting? Tweeting is a verb. That's I a tweeted. verb. I tweeted. So I threaded and I posted a thread. Hated it. Doesn't roll Doesn't slap as hard. All right. Politics as usual. <clears throat> All right. What I'm going to tell myself right now is that Antoinette, you worked really hard on this outline. Please don't get nervous and skip around. Please follow the outline. Don't rush. Read what you wrote. And Shanti, if you have a question, please interject. Okay? Or if you have a comment. Got All it. Right? Love the rules. Now, <laughs> the first thing I want to go over is Civics 101 because – we're talking about the Supreme Court right now, and I've seen a lot of tweets about how Biden is not doing anything. This is his fault. The Supreme Court is is ruling the way that they're ruling. And I just need us to remember the three branches of government and how they operate. So first up, we have the legislative branch, which is Congress. Congress is compromised. What? Congress is compo- composed it of is both the House. Well. <laughs> and is of both the House and the Senate, all right? Comprised is the word, not compromised. The Senate is comprised of senators that represent their state, their whole state. The House is comprised of members who represent the districts within that said state. Now, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then you have the executive branch, which is the president, the vice president, White House staff, cabinet members. So, like, excuse me, the legislative branch, what is their they engagement make laws. with laws? Okay. They make, they make laws. They so they, put, they listen to the people. They say, yo, we want to They never stop. listen to the people. They never they, listen to the people. They, they make they, laws. They lie and say that they do. <laughs> and then they present they make these laws. It's it, it's between they, them. The bills. It's, be, it's yes. in the Senate is bet- amongst them where they pass these laws or Senate not. Senate and the House. Okay. Okay. Now the executive branch, they carry out the laws. They execute executive. They execute the laws. Okay. The judicial branch is the Supreme Court. 
The Supreme Court does not make laws. They interpret and evaluate laws, usually where there is controversy. So they Mm -hmm. rule. They use the laws that are in place and they make a ruling Mm. on said law. Okay. On said scenario and how the law impacts that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Well, sorry. Question now. Um, The Supreme Court, this is a lifetime position. The Once Supreme in, Court in is there a lifetime appointment you die, you back until down. you die or until you dip out. Executive is every four years. House, uh, Senate, House, do you know the time? I think of that's those? six years or three and six. Can you Google that for me? Interesting. So okay. the executive branch has been, okay. Most I'm importantly, sorry. the judicial branch is the branch that we, the people, do not directly vote for. Okay, that's appointed by the president. It's no, it's the president nominates Mm. a a justice. Okay, and then Congress, Congress, bring it back, determines if that justice gets in. Ooh, checks and balances. Exactly. Wow. Supposedly, but if you have, usually the what's happened is the court has turned into a very partisan bipartisan court. It's supposed to be partisan where they don't partisan meaning they don't rule based off of Republican or Democrat. They just rule based off the law. Obviously we're human beings. It's not happening. So Republican conservative Congress members will of course vote a conservative judges judge in because they, in their mind, they're like, well, I represent my state. I was voted in or my district. These Republicans voted me in. This is what they want. And it's not always that black and white because someone can be registered Republican, but still believe in, let's say, Mm pro-choice. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we had a couple Supreme Court rulings come in. And the first one, believe it or not, that I'm going to talk about is not the affirmative action ruling. It is the 303 creative versus Ellenus. All right. This is the ruling where it basically gutted some of the LGBTQIA rights. All right. So let's break down what happened, because I think this one is the most concerning to me. Mm. I'll tell you why. Colorado amateur web designer Lori Smith. She has religious right leaning conservative Christian convictions. Okay, she was successful in challenging Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act that barred businesses from discriminating from discriminating and it prohibits the denial of goods, services or facilities based on disability, race, creed, color, sex, sexual sexual orientation, gender, identity, gender expression, marital status, national origin or ancestry, okay? So basically it protects you from discrimination and all of those things which are um protected they're considered protected classes so when you hear that term thrown around well i'm a part of a protected class of course you are you're a human being your race your gender that's a protected class now does that make sense Mm -hmm. okay so this act was previously in the spotlight due to the case that was only about five miles away of the baker jack phillips who didn't want to make a custom wedding cake for a same-sex couple and this was years ago that this five years Okay. Or six years, either six years or five years ago. It wasn't that long ago. But the Supreme Court in that case, they didn't really come up with a ruling. 
like a, a general, a general ruling. They kind of like pushed it back down and upheld the, the act that w- that's in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the most interesting and terrifying part about this case is that the, um, the woman, Lori Smith, she argued that she was creating a website and as a result in that creation that that would infringe on her first amendment right to free speech okay so she argued that she is an artist and her work is not templated but rather it is of creative expression so for her creating a website promoting same sex marriage, a same-sex wedding, is equivalent to her endorsing and promoting the union of an LGBTQIA couple and its messaging. So that that directly conf- conflicts with her religious beliefs, mm. but it's most importantly violates her freedom of speech by the existing law because she could not refuse the couple. So she would be compelled to create the website and quote unquote endorse the union. So she didn't say, I don't agree with this for religious reasons. I don't want to do this and I shouldn't have to. She's saying you are compelling me to align with messaging that I am not aligned with and you are infringing on my freedom of speech. I don't know if you know these details. Was she like a freelancer? Or she was working under a, a company that required. Get ready for this. I do. So, <laughs> I, I, um, Snicka. so no, she has not, she's, she hasn't started her business yet. And I'm going to get to that. She preemptively sued wow. because she was, wow. get, just get ready. We'll get to that. So this was the ruling. Okay. The first, this is the ruling coming from, um, the, the justices, the First Amendment's protections belong to all, not just to speakers whose motives the government finds worthy. In this case, Colorado seeks to force an individual to speak in ways that align with its views, but defy her conscience about a matter of major significance. In other words, Lori Smith cannot and should not be compelled by the government to say things that she's not aligned with. So she can refuse to service this couple. So an important factor, here we are, Smith's lawsuit was completely preemptive and wholly speculative. She had not been hired to make a website for a same-sex couple, therefore had never refused such work. In fact, she never made a single fucking wedding website in her life. The suit was filed before she ever officially opened her business, but she and her lawyers claimed that she had reason to be afraid of the punishment due to the existing law. So there was no real life dispute here. In addition, one of the documents that both sides of the case repeatedly referenced was an inquiry that Lori Smith received from an engaged same sex couple asking her to build a website for their wedding. But in days leading up to the court's bombshell decision, reports emerged that the inquiry was completely falsified and the man named in the complaint told several news outlets that not only had he never sent Smith the wedding request, but also that he is straight and has been married to a woman for the last 15 years. There's more um, legality happening here where if the lawyers knew that, 
they might be subject to be disbarred. Now, she was represented, this is important, by the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, which is a big Christian firm, and it's the same firm that represented the cake baker all those years ago, and she actually knows that cake baker. And the firm, it's, it, it's, it's important to note that the firm obviously had an agenda here. They lost the last case, and they saw the shift in the court and seized opportunity. This was a tester, everybody. Like now they know that the court will seemingly rule in favor of conservative Christian beliefs. We need to understand that more legislation is absolutely coming. And this is the first time in, in the Supreme Court's history that they've ruled against protecting a protected class, citing free speech. This is a case that has very heavy uh, overtones of the classic battle between religion and LGBTQIA rights. But because we supposedly have separation between church and state, instead, the lawyers and the conservatives circumvented that losing argument of this goes against my religious beliefs and manipulated the interpretation of the First Amendment, which is the freedom of speech, to roll back. The rights. But you think it's manipulation? You don't think I that those are? I absolutely do. I mean, I absolutely you don't, do. Really? I do. I, I, I think that it's a complete manipulation of freedom of speech. I, I, oh, I don't. Okay. So we're going to get to that. Hold on. I want to pull up. Explain to me why not. I don't think that that, if that's her beliefs, I don't think that that is a, um, I don't think that's far from what that would be asked of her i don't believe in same-sex marriages you're asking me to you know create to go against what i think that wouldn't be my my um my expression that is aligns with how i really feel it feels like i have to do that i, I don't see how it's disconnected from it i see i, I mean i don't agree but i don't think that that's a far-fetched correlation of freedom of speech and your beliefs so like then you're, you're allowed if you believe something you should be allowed to express it no or not so here's the thing here's the thing yes you should be able to express it but to refuse service when you are a business this is the other caveat is that this does not mean that all businesses can just blatantly refuse service like something we need to understand is like walmart can't legally now no. discriminate yeah. against the lgbtqia mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. they're a regular business but it gets tricky when you're a creative because now you're selling your own artistic expression which a lot of the justices were like so you're a website designer that's so you're creative now so like you're putting a like what are you using to create these designs like it's nothing's templated like it's a slippery slope and I'm gonna I want to play um so I'm gonna play a clip um from the daily a clash between religious faith and gay rights can I ask you a hypothetical that just sort of helps me to flesh that out because I Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson for instance asked an, an interesting hypothetical question can you give me your thoughts on a photography business in a shopping mall during this holiday season uh, that offers a product called Scenes with Santa. And this business uh, wants to express its own view of nostalgia. about. Let's assume a shopping mall wants to have a kind of 1950s sepia-toned 
Christmas setting in which they say black children shouldn't participate because that's not their vision of what the 1950s in America was all about. Mm. Would that be acceptable? That's a kind of speech, I guess, setting up a Christmas scene in a shopping mall. Mm -hmm. And are you allowed to discriminate that way? So she seems to be suggesting that a ruling in favor of Smith could actually go way beyond a web designer's religious objections, that it could be a slippery slope. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's the exact point, is that this is why the LGBTQIA community is a part of a protected class. That's the problem here, is that, yes, while you might not agree, but now because you're a creative, a woman could come to you and say, hi, I run the Sable Collective. I actually, they could say, I actually don't support black businesses. I don't think that that's necessary and I'm not in alignment with things that feels divisive to me and I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to create this for you. I I can, I, I see now how they are. um, I don't know if manipulating is the word, but I, they're circumventing what they're really trying to achieve and how deeply it's because of their religious beliefs versus this real. um, And they can't win brace off their religious beliefs because there's supposed separation of church and state yeah but they're not this has nothing to do with the first amendment how mm, i burn it all down so it's very very scary um scary shit is it scary yeah because again this is a tester they're testing they're trying to see okay what what are these justices going to go for and so now we already know that they are they're eyeing certain they're eyeing other laws. They're eyeing, you know, the the right for LGBTQIA folks to even marry one another. They're eyeing that. And if you think for a second that not more lawsuits are coming from these red states and then going to go up to the Supreme Court and these justices are going to be in place, these justices are 40, 50 years old some of them. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And and so the agenda of the DeSantis's, of the Greg Abbott's, of these folks, they can now run wild with it. And there's nothing that Biden can do outside of uh, expanding the court, which a lot of people want him to do, but that is a slippery slope. Because then you expand the court because you don't like the way the court is operating. You get a Republican president and they don't like the way the court's operating. Then they expand the court. It's interesting how, and I listen to higher learning a lot. Van Lathan is like, abolish the fucking court. Get it out of here. I'm not going that far. And I'm more in the lines of like Rachel Lindsay, who's like, and she is a lawyer. And I, I like her thinking a lot. But I think that what she's saying is like, we have to have some sort of term limit we have to have some sort of judicial like committee that oversees this committee like an ethics committee because you have all kinds of shit that clarence thomas is doing and we're going to get to his monkey ass in a second but all kinds of things that are happening within the court that are wildly unethical and that you know, Republican conservative dollars are fueling, you know, Clarence Thomas's home that he grew up in was purchased by a huge conservative donor whose agenda he's pushing. 
And he didn't even disclose that. It's just wild. So this is very scary to me because it the implications of the type of discrimination that can come from it and the the way it's so rich mm-hmm. in terms of the potential for things to sprout from it. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrifying. And how long it can continue to last and be upheld because of these girl the the just wow that's, and um, and that's that, why i'm so sorry really quickly because that's a really important point that you just made that's why elections matter so much that's, that's why, why that's but, why there's a possibility for people to say this shit doesn't make any sense why are you there for a lifetime yes why and we, yes but we that have makes to no sense but we have to then talk to we have to then demand this kind of stuff with congressmen, with congresswomen. We have to then be writing these letters. We have to then be t- voting for people who want oversight over the justices, who want, who are saying this shit needs to change. We can blow it up. I don't know how we do it, but until we figure that out, we've got to be strategic is all I'm saying. And I need folks to understand like the onus is not on Joe Biden. He didn't create these justices like Ruth Bader Ginsburg would not retire when Barack asked him, asked her to, that was a huge mistake. She passed away during the Trump era. She was replaced by Amy Comey Barrett. Who's probably he's the complete antithesis of her. Like Trump was put into office. He was able to get multiple justices on the court. Like that's just how it fucking went. Sadly. But go anything else on this one? Nope. Moving right along to affirmative action. I promise politics as usual will be over soon and we'll get to no, the I think juicy. This is, a, this is very important um, okay. stuff, I think, because they this idea that the president is the man with power. I think uh, the masses are very uneducated myself in a lot of ways as well. And I, I don't think that they the way that um, the propaganda is created around the importance of your president. I don't think that that is not a strategic, you know, um, messaging as well. Um, yeah, I mean, the president basically can all, wage. He, just, <laughs> he can wage. No, he's important, but there are checks and balances. He can wage war. He's got the nuclear codes. He's going overseas. And like, but he is not a king. But these... Supreme Court, and I loved Adrian Marie Brown saying, I'm going to reclaim the word, the meaning, the definition of supreme, because this Supreme Court is acting like kings and queens at this point. Yeah, there are no checks. There actually aren't any checks. There are no checks and balances for them. There actually aren't. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay, affirmative action. Let's talk about what affirmative action is. Affirmative action, it refers to a policy aimed at increasing workplace and educational opportunities for people who are underrepresented, what? Underrepresented in various areas of society. It focuses on demographics with historically low representation in leadership and professional roles. With that said, affirmative action is not only about race, okay? something that's really been frustrating me in these conversations is the lack of clarity around what the fuck diversity is. It's not just about race. It's gender. It's class. It's, it's um, being able bodied. Like it's all of the things who benefited the most from affirmative action, white women. Okay. 
You're shooting yourselves in your own foot, goddammit. White women have benefited more than black and brown people from affirmative action, okay? So there is an intentional, in my opinion, there's an intentional erasure of white women from this conversation, and that's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And so, okay. The same thing they did with welfare. Oh, yeah. Made it about being the single black woman being the major recipient of it when it, it was white people white women and white people yes but white women specifically because the deeper thing is anyway go ahead no I just, please the deeper thing is is white supremacy it's racism this is the deepest thing this is what all of this stems from and classism is completely linked to that absolutely that's how you like and until the conversation is that like it's like a civil war i'm i'm saying like in terms of um real conversation and not this coded not this flowery not these um ways in which you know similarly when you say urban but you really mean black black people like say it like there is also something that is interesting that may happen from all of this and how i feel even if we had an all democratic um supreme even if it it was reversed and we had more democrats in the supreme majority which we haven't had in 20 some years but go ahead even if that were the case, if we're not having serious, honest, blatant questions around white supremacy and how that intersects with everything in America, um, it it's still going to be more of the same in a lot of ways. These coded tiptoeing around these conversations, not just making it very obvious and as painful and as scary as this is it almost feels like the north and the south back Mm -hmm. in the day like oh we're seeing exactly where people stand in their politics which is going to make things maybe a lot more confrontational but at least it's a little bit more honest maybe it's a little bit more like you can deal with the enemy you see right like then we can really like (laughs) figure this shit out or it can rise come to a head like bust this pimple i don't know what i i don't know what the results of that would be i'm not saying that that's you know uh it it would just be more honest at the very Mm -hmm. least i think something that i've got a little bit of hope from was i read and i didn't read all of it because lord were they long but i read the dissents parts of the dissents from Justice Sotomayor and Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, they are calling it out for what it is. Okay. And I don't think that we've had justices do that. Mm. Shout out to those three. I forget the other, what's her name? Elaine, Elena Kagan. Is she white? No, I don't think so. Is she white? That are saying these things because it just becomes, you know, it just becomes this Elena Kagan, this victimhood. This when people of color say it, it it falls on deaf ears. And I also hate people of color. Gets them even more riled up. Well, needs to be white people. It does, but at the very least, (sighs) we have this shit on the books, and they're they're saying it. Um. Justice Jackson specifically on affirmative action was was um, was beautiful in in her dissent. But also she recused herself because she went to Harvard. 
and this case was against Harvard. So let's get into the case. First, before we can even do that, we have to understand who Edwin Blum is or Bloom. I don't, I think it's Blum. Bloom, it might be Bloom. Um, do you know who he is? You ever mm-hmm. heard of him? Okay. Yeah, he's the conservative millionaire. Exactly. So he's a conservative legal strategist, a millionaire with tons of money. They call him a um a Republican activist. Yeah, a republic a conservative Republican a conservative activist. Activist. I said, Wow, fuck yeah. it up. This is wild. Um, known for victory. Well, when you think that you're right, you are an, you activist. an activist. You have and to which, recognize which is that. a mirror to us in some ways exactly. too. Because all of this makes no sense and it's all lie. Sorry, go ahead. You sound like we getting our Van Jones on right now. Like we gotta <laughs> see both sides. Um He's a conservative legal strategist known for victoriously challenging the Texas redistricting process in Shelby versus Holder as discriminating in favor of African-American and Latinx voters. And he fucking won. And his activism against affirmative action based on race and ethnicity. So Edward is also known for challenging race conscious admissions policies at other select universities claiming that he, they do not comply with the strict legal standard set to that end. He has founded students of fair admissions, which is an organization that seeks to recruit students who have been rejected by selective universities and file lawsuits on their behalf. So is that with the Asians? It's not just so in this case, yes, but the students for fair admissions is a it's an organization, period. Now, what he found was a group of Asian students who felt that race based affirmative action programs in college admissions violated the equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment, saying, listen, you're looking at these people's race and you are assuming that they would be better fit here. And you're assuming that, and you're basically giving them um, a leg up over me and we have the same qualifications. Well, friends, you don't because part of affirmative action is about the main part about affirmative action was about diversifying the space. Okay. It was about saying, a more diverse student body will benefit the students. It's important that we have people from all different backgrounds so that everybody has a more rich and full educational experience. It was like qualification and yes. diversity, not just yes. qualification. Yes. Exactly. Here's or you're the... not qualified, but you're black, so you can get in, right. that kind of thing. I won't read the full ruling because we're running over, but basically... Justice Roberts shut this down and said, no longer um, will federally funded or public schools use race as a determining factor in admissions. All right. Now, what's very interesting is that 70 percent. I don't know. Again, I don't know where they get these polls from. I've never been polled, but 70 percent of Americans that were polled agreed with this, including black and brown folks. Interesting. Some other important considerations is that. Justice Clarence the Coon Thomas, as I refer to him, um, has was basically appointed to the Supreme Court to do just this. He was appointed by or nominated by George Bush Sr. And then, of course, he got the nomination with the oddly enough, ironically, with the help of Joe Biden. That was when Joe Biden was a part of the good old boys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
was overseeing the whole Anita Hill trial. All right. What you need to understand about Clarence Thomas is that, yes, Clarence, a lot of people have said this. He's someone who climbs the ladder and kicks it down once he gets to the top. He is someone who has benefited from affirmative action. If you have not listened to what the fuck is that podcast? I told you to listen to Shanti. It's from Slow Burn, Clarence Thomas Thomas season eight. Please listen to it. It gives you a much better understanding of who Clarence Thomas is and why. I feel like he had a lot. uh, A lot of this has to do with his grandfather. A lot of it had to do with sign. (laughs) What's his sign? You're hilarious. a A lot of it had to do with him being ridiculed and made fun of by black folks. A lot of it had to do with. By the time he got to white spaces, I knew um, it. He excelled. What is he? He's a cancer. (laughs) I knew it. Oh my God. Go ahead. Rejection. Um, He is a rejected, hurt man. Yes, very much so. And so Clarence Thomas is the only black justice. And what's so sad is that, um, you know, he. Anyway, I can't even get into him. We could do a whole fucking episode on him. But basically, he um, wrote a quite a lengthy document and also spoke, which he never does because he has trauma around his voice and his vernacular. Um, even though he speaks the Queen's English now, um, he didn't always, um, based what off you of mean, his like, childhood. Does he talk sound country or something? There's a, actually a dialect from where he, I, where is he from? I Geechee can't remember. Geechee from North Carolina, one of the Carolinas, the Geechee people. There's a dialect and he wasn't yeah. speaking a quote unquote proper English when he got to his Catholichood. Um, Ca- Clarence Thomas was going to be a fucking priest. And then the the white boys that he was studying with laughed when Martin Luther King was killed. And he said, I'm not doing that anymore. His grandfather threw him out. And disowned him. His grandfather was one of these people that you have to assimilate. You have to show that you're better. You have to be better. His He was poor as shit. He lived in like a, a, you know, a hut that didn't even have fucking running water or a toilet. His grandfather took him in. They left the sister and the mom to fend for themselves. He's looked down on his fucking sister because she was on welfare, but she didn't have the leg up that he had when he went to go live with his grandfather and had resources and opportunities, she stayed back to take care of the family. The whole family. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. Um, and you also have to recognize Clarence Thomas is also married to Jeannie Thomas, who is also tried to help overturn the fucking election. So tricky over there. But a lot of folks are talking about HBCUs. All right, we look into HBCUs. Everybody going to an HBCU. I'm flagging. That's, I feel personally that that is going to be a problem. I think this is, this ruling will heavily impact HBCUs. I think the HBCUs are wildly underfunded as is. I think that this ruling is basically shooting down the very need for HBCUs. They're basically saying race doesn't matter anymore. It's not a thing. So like the very need for HBCUs for us to have safe space because we're we're all the American people. So we shouldn't be we shouldn't be funding schools based off of it being a historically black university, et cetera. They're already underfunded. 
if you have an influx of folks coming to HBCUs, I don't know how that's going to work. I feel like it's just going to trickle down and the folks who aren't as qualified or don't have the best grades are then not going to get into that said HBCU. Like it's all going to have an impact and trickle down. HBCUs are also going to be susceptible to lawsuits. Let a white kid want to go to an HBCU, which they do. They do. Yeah. I know, but let they can now say, oh, I don't think I got in because I'm white. This this felt racist. This this felt like discriminate discriminatory. It just opens them up to a whole bunch of bullshit. And it might be lit. It might we might be going back to segregation. It might actually turn out to be I don't think so. Because again, the it's the funding mm. aspect. It's the funding aspect. And also I have a friend who I spoke to and he was like, do you really think that the black students who don't get into Harvard are then going to say, oh, I'm going to Howard? No, they're going to say, oh, I want to go to um, U of Penn. I want to go to USC. Right. I want to like yeah. they're still. So it's I don't think that's always been the case. <sighs> anyway. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is ripe for possibility in a lot of ways. Go very bad. Very interesting. Nonetheless, child. Fuck. It all That's... comes back to funding and money, but some possible fucking solutions. Cause I'm done. I'm getting angry. Biden is saying they said that the kids can talk about their race if it impacted them um, and their upbringing. And if they've overcome things and they want to talk about that in their essay, they can, um, they can talk. Biden is urging schools to look at class and have class preference where it's no longer about race, but you need to look at where these high schools, yeah. where these, because the majority of students that go to, or excuse me, the majority of black children in America go to majority black high schools. It's just still kind of segregated in I mean, that it, way. Mm -hmm. So you need to, he's saying you need to factor those things in. You need to factor the zip codes they come from. That's how you're going to diversify. I mean, at a point that you and I don't too, disagree with women as well. There's also women are at risk yeah. of not being there's the Asian. Apparently, the um, folks that were in alignment with Bloom, the Asian kids were basically saying, but wait, that, it's not a women thing. I'm so sorry. This this strikes down race specifically. Not gender. I thought affirmative, the, the majority of the recipients of affirmative action were women. But so the ruling is that you can no longer use race as a determining but gender factor. is still a factor in it race was not included in the oh gender was not included in the ruling oh that's race. a very important specific and, thing and a very important specific thing is that this does not apply to the army to the military schools which feels very predatorial because oh burn they it go down and they, burn it down but, i he, can't and he that's said the, the the justice said, oh, oh it's Lord. because the, the, that's leave. not the military schools are not in front of us. That's that's not who's we suing us go. right now, which. OK, fine. But nope, they can they can consider Mother race Earth, and their admission up, child. Do what you need to do, girl, because this is just anyway. That was a long politics as usual, but I think a necessary one. Good Let, work by you, queen. Thank you very much. Even though I skip stuff. All right. Let's lighten it up. An hour and seven minutes. I in. really have to use the bathroom. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm going to pee my pants. I apologize for that, y'all. Oh, this is very important. Monty, bring us back in while Shanti's using the bathroom. I do want to say that a lot of folks are talking about legacy admissions, which legacy admissions is just, oh, your uncle went here. Your daddy went here. Sure. Come on in. 
And most likely, there's a building named after this motherfucker. There's now a group of lawyers for civil, uh, there's now a group, comma, Lawyers for Civil Rights, a nonprofit group in Boston that is suing Harvard, saying that the practice of legacy admissions discriminates against students of color by giving an unfair boost to the mostly white children and alumni. I think this is great. I'm going to follow the case. I don't think it's going to go anywhere because... Legacy students, I mean, there's there's something to be said about like 70% of all students that go to these upper elite schools are either legacy or they're children of donors or they're children of staff. And the schools rely so heavily on those donations, whereas the schools don't, they don't rely hev- heavily on race. They don't rely heavily on black and brown folks. They rely on those fucking dollars. So it's at least I'm happy that they're suing. Let's see where it goes. But anyway, all right. Let us get into pop culture. You take the lead on this one. I need to be quiet. Kiki. Don't ever silence yourself. Y'all, what in the hell? Kiki Palmer. (sighs) Kiki Palmer went to a Usher concert, dressed cute, had a see-through dress on with her butt her her ass cheeks completely exposed, but was covered with a long, uh, black kind of like uh, what do you call that sheer dress? I have Went with one. her girlfriend. <laughs> was enjoying herself. Usher called her up on stage, serenaded her, held her by the waist. She leaned in. She sang. It was filmed. The world all saw it. Her beige baby daddy mm. went. Mm. On the Twitter mm. and said, it's the outfit, though. You a mom mm. was attacked by Twitter, doubled down and said, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and moral morals to what I believe I rest my case. <laughs> what in the? He's also trolling today. He's what? also trolling and saying like, "Oh, y'all thought I left? Nah, the block button is real." Type shit. I want. I need to say something. Twitter dug up this man is problematic as all fuck. Twitter dug up the things. Now he done said in 2016, what would have happened if? Alton, if Alton Sterling listened and followed orders when officers yelled repeatedly to get on the ground, people tend to ignore the fact that you're supposed to obey the law regardless of circumstances. Alton Ster- Sterling didn't comply. Alton Sterling could have made the situation easier for everybody in capital letters if he would have followed orders and got his ass on the ground and not resisted. Like what, Kiki? What I you mean, doing? If you're a misogynist, your your correlation with also being like a conservative and you know having those type of ideas and <laughs> it all makes sense to me. That duh. He also he liked a tweet that- where somebody's hating on Tracy Ellis Ross for that. Gorgeous yeah, picture course. she took. He's a misogynist. She got herself pregnant by a man that doesn't really want to empower women or love women or understand what a co-creative relationship is. He's the head. 
he leads the way. My family, my representation, I have standards. Well, I feel I feel like women say my family and my, but in this case, it's more jar- jarring because it's like you know where his, you know how he actually feels, or at least we think we do. This shit is wild. Kiki has unfollowed him. He has unfollowed her. It's tricky. See, I don't ever want to see a family break up. He's been acting baby. a mess. He they've already having problems. He's been acting a mess, and he mad because she been outside. She been outside. She's working. No, but she's also just been outside and feeling herself and showing herself and blowing up even more. She's the sweetheart of America at this point. She is working. She's making money. She's looking good. And I don't think this is probably the first time that he's had these kind of ideas. He and India Ivory. You know what? Indy Irie, after the Essence Festival in which Megan the Stallion and our girl Janelle Monet were shaking ass and showing tits, she went on to say, what'd she say? Click it. India Irie. You know India always saying something. God bless the her. The issue thing. is she went on to say something about like, you know, um, her first tweet was around like, Everybody wants a bit of our culture. Everybody wants a bit of, you know, who we are. And I'm, I am, uh, what's the word? I am, these are not, I'm not saying this from verbatim. Um, but she then basically saying like, we have to watch what we put out there because, you know, it makes us, it will make us look bad. And, be, you know, we got to be careful. We have to do things. We have to be more tasteful. The and issue people, is what context humanity does everything, but does everything belong in a stage? No. It's everything for kids. No, it's everything for everybody. No. So when we as a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows a lack of discretion and discernment to those in the comments who laugh at anyone who wants these things out. Mm. Girl, she was typing like me out of our culture. You certainly have that right. Just as many folks have the right to want our mainstream international export our music to show us a res- in a respectful light. I'd like to go on the record saying this won't age well. And that's my issue. I love Janelle and Meg the way I love us all. And I don't like this moment. Don't bother debating me. LOL, I don't care, and I do this. For 25 years, I've done this. (gasps) So read, ponder, or don't with a peace sign. Girl, shut up. Shut up. What are you saying? Like, what point is she saying? Is she talking about the overt sexuality and the way that it could be um, influencing our children? Or is she talking about because black people move the dial on culture, we have to be careful of what this is making us look bad. You know, I have to put this back on me. I I get, you know me. I am, believe it or not, a little judgmental. (laughs) I just can't even believe that. (laughs) But I've really been trying to check it as of late, last year or two. And I have a lot of friends that have very different values and beliefs than me and present differently and everything else back in the day I would have been like oh I ain't aligned with that ain't who I am that's that's disgusting and I had to realize 
a lot of it had to do with white gaze and me being so afraid about what white people would think about us. And I think there's something really powerful when you don't give a fuck. I also, there's a part of me that's like, well, you got to give a fuck a little bit, but not necessarily about white gaze. And I think a lot of this has to do when you start talking about our culture and mainstream international eyes and all that shit. I feel like that's code. Mainstream is just code for white. The same way urban is code for black. And so not everybody is going to get everything. And there's going to be a lot of things within the black community that's misconstrued. You look at people at carnival, people think, oh, that's disgusting. They're gyrating. They're this, they're that. If my mom looked at carnival, she'd be like, what is this? You can't go to that. It's disgusting, right? Because she doesn't have any context for it. It's not culturally anything she could understand. And so there's this thing where you're like, oh, I don't want anybody to see me and judge me and this and that. And that is indeed embedded in us and indeed a part of white supremacy. Uh, say it again. She's just, again, girl, you're not ripping nothing up from the root by, again, trying to be respectful and trying to like white people or or this this undercurrent of white people thinking they're superior and black people are inferior. There is nothing there is nothing dress, wear speak like school you can go to how much money you're going to make that is going to uproot that let me say real, really quickly there is no white space that is ethically more superior than any black space or brown space in this fucking world i don't care if you're talking about the church i don't care if you're talking about this fucking country i don't care white spaces are the most unethical spaces and we are all living in that reality. Be mad if you want, but the way y'all operate is fucking crazy, okay? There's at least rules to some of our shit. Now, I will say there has to be, or maybe there doesn't. Where is the line? Is, is, it, it's a, is it a personal line? Because I'll be honest, when that my booty hole brown, my, my pussy pink, my booty hole brown song come on, I cringe and I'm like... <laughs> Listen, I don't want to hear Rub it. One margarita. Baby, when I saw her dick. doing that Two in front margarita of that, than a- <laughs> Yo, when I saw her doing that in front of that black pastor, I said, my God, what are we doing, BET? But also, I had to have a conversation with myself. Why does she make you uncomfortable? Why is that Why is that making you uncomfortable? What if you, If it's not for you, it's just not for you. But why are you cringing for everybody else? Like, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. Why are you policing her? What is the fear? And I don't know if I'm wrong or if I'm right to feel that way. I know that I feel it and I need to be honest about that, but that just might be my personal boundary. I Would I, I want her doing it at the White I House? Probably not. I don't disagree about context. I don't disagree that some things are for children and some things aren't for children. Mm-hmm. But again, the implied, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What are you really saying? To me, it feels what you're saying that it's like we don't want white people to see us like this because it it takes us back it's not progressive it makes us you know it supports the stereotypes that we are over sexualized and ignorant people but also this is essence also if you go to the continent women are throwing their ass but to go back celebration there's a part of our culture it's a part i I hate that I hate to be that hotep, but it is. But I think the culture is the the way in which it happens is still different or what it is. 
Or do what we assume that? What insinuates is different or the structures of the culture are different. So okay, that's fair. I, I, yeah, I don't think we have to be able to hold two things. I can hold more weight for her in this situation Who's than her? I can for Darius, for, for India Ari. Or rather, I can see there is some truth in what she's saying because... I think there is a certain place in a certain time to see some things or there there definitely needs to be um, some conversation. Megan is and um, Janelle Monet and shout out to both of them because I think this is a lot of their work as as artists in a lot of ways that they require conversation around them and for us to see beyond and go deeper than than just shaking ass and showing their titties janelle is you know talking about her pleasure owning her body she's representing queer women yeah but all of this is conversation that needs to be had if you were if my if jolie is going to see this you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's not just like oh i'm gonna hide this from jolie Um, because not everybody can hold the two things at once not everybody has the equipment yet and in the and with young people you don't have it yet and that's exactly why some young people don't shoot guns for the most part in the north and the south they do short porn to children right you don't you their but, brains aren't developed enough to understand how to hold well those then things. it's like then why put this on this national stage then to be seen by all what how do you and this is just a conversation that we hear all the time and that there's no answer to it but i don't think that hmm. because something is complex and requires conversation that it should be withheld i think it should it should still be how, it, ha, it has a place to be shown in the mainstream and it should be because of its very nature because it's complex because it requires um intersectional conversation because it makes people uncomfortable because it frees up other people i think it's, it's super important it this black and white this buttoned up shit you'll implode it doesn't it isn't progressive actually how would you have wanted india to it to have start the conversation then because obviously i don't, don't agree with india again i think i'm trying to understand what is her what are you actually saying and what you said is this about the white gaze is this i about don't what? i don't think it, she thinks it is oh i think but it I is think i think she thinks i don't globally. think she thinks it is oh it's what i'm saying i don't even think that she i think yeah yeah i think it's deeply um i think she doesn't realize how deeply supportive it is of patriarchy and white supremacy yeah and it's ingrained in all of us and it's how, ingrained in me it is it is and how but i don't know that the the pendulum of it is free for all either you what know you mean? like again it's like this black and white buttoned up we don't see anything there's this very 1950s and then the opposite of that alternative the alternative is like a free-for-all and everybody's all thing goes everything goes for everybody all the time i don't think that that is any more progressive Mm. either and i I mean i i yeah i can see there is some places for some things and if somebody if a child sees that and they don't necessarily have aren't given the tools or the conversation 
or the guidance as to how to direct or manage that really powerful energy if a young boy is seeing women in that way and he's not being taught other things yeah it is easy to it's easy to fuck it up it's easy to oversimplify something that is really complex and I, i don't know if we can do that in a collective way without it being messy or you know um as we see now, I think we're seeing it be very messy and constantly like this pendulum of yeah. of black and white and complete free for all. So yeah, there's, I don't know. You got niggas talking about booty hole next to a pastor. It's crazy out here. I don't it's like wild. it. And even like, yeah, even like a Zeus network and shit like that, like oh. that kind of stuff. I'm like, I hate this. You're why? Like, why? 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 Luther the King don't approve of this. Yeah. Dr. So. Umar. I I would love for people to call in. What's the what's the damn number? I would love for people to call in and give us like their opinions and their ideas on this subject because I really struggle with trying to figure out how to make sense of it. So call us at two one five. Sense of what of NDIRE or the no, just how to make sense of my own my own feelings when I'm like, oh, this oh I'm embarrassed. Oh my face is hot. Oh. God, that booty hole brown song is really upsetting me. <laughs> I, I just hate it so much. I hate it so much. I don't even like my neck, my back. And it's not, I'm not even prude. But I just, when the shit come on, I'm like, yo. And I think maybe it's just because I'm not a crass person. It's like, I'm with the shits, but I don't need to, that's between me. Like, I don't need to talk about it. Like, chill. And my booty, I, 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 I hate that. the word booty hole as well. Shout out to Mandy. I hate it. Booty hole. I hate it. It's childish. I just am like, grow up, my booty hole. Like, what? You, we grown ass women talking about booty holes. Like, I what? think it's the policing part that it's is the poli- where, and where, where, when do the you stop policing? Part. Where, where, so is it a free for all or is, where's the boundary and who decides? That's always my, my question. I guess it's your own personal boundary and it's what's not for you, it's boundary. not for you. Right. It's for your. I want to hear from the people. 215-948-2780. 215-948-2780. But before we go, it wouldn't be Around the Way Curls without me somehow caping for men. I want to go back to oh. Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. I don't agree with nothing he said. I think that she needs to run. And it's it's not funny, but it's, it's not funny because the child's involved and I want Kiki to be okay and not sad. But the way that Twitter dug up Mary J and Kiki being in that video, I think it's Kiki, where Mary J singing to her, she's like, run away, love. <laughs> the runaway yeah, love song. Talking about, but <laughs> you don't know the song? I know the song, I just don't know the reference. I, Kiki is in the video and Mary is telling her, oh. run away, girl. <laughs> so they bringing it, they bringing it up. Or oh, I think wow. I, the little clip I saw it looked like Kiki. I think it's Kiki. Anyway, the girl crying in her hands. So I can't really see her face. What I what I will say that was interesting about this, and it's it makes good for a joke, right? You know, it's a lot of men like, yo, if Kiki needs somebody to fall back, shut the fuck up, get my bills paid, I won't be on her internet tweeting no dumb shit like this. It's funny. Women are like, yo, Kiki is a fucking millionaire. Shut the fuck up, dude. Who are you? Like, what do you do? This is tricky because I, I, I wouldn't be me if I didn't... Roll reverse that bitch real quick and say, all right, if Kiki would still be wrong if she was policing him, 
especially since he was posting her doing all kinds of shit. But as soon as she was out with Usher, it was a problem, whatever. I thought it was interesting that the dismissal of him was, from what I saw on Twitter, was less about what he said and it being rooted in patriarchy. Instead, it was about his value as a man based off of his status, based off of his, what we assume to be his finances in comparison to this woman who is the apple of all of our eyes that we're rooting for, who is doing well and stays booked and busy. There is that, that um, dynamic of you should not have an opinion or your opinion does not matter because you don't have the same value. And again, I do not agree with anything that man said at all. I just found it to be interesting that that was where people went straight. Like I think you're was, broke. Shut the fuck up. No, I think nobody would have said that. I think it was more like, oh, you want to play this patriarchy game? You want to say my wife, mm. my family? Keep that same energy when those same fucked up, crazy, unrealistic role playing expectations are put on your I ass. See. So it was I just see. more like, oh, you want to do this? Here's the mirror, nigga. You don't fit that role. Sit I down. saw I saw a meme today that said. Not these men telling us what what to wear, and they not the breadwinner. So <laughs> so keep that same energy. Yeah, you ain't buying my clothes. You ain't giving me a credit card. I don't have an allowance. So here's my question to you: If you did have an allowance, if he was buying your clothes and giving you a credit card, could he tell you what to wear and what to do? If that's your agreement, many many not if that's your agreement. I'm talking about the generalization that we're all making right now. Not if that's your agreement. Could he tell you what to do? Should no, that be that's the... that's not... That's not... In my relationship? Like, it, for my personal... Not you. The, the plural you. Should that be the generalization? Because we just said, you ain't paying my bills. You ain't this. You ain't that. You ain't fitting the... You ain't fitting the, the picture if, of if what patriarchy is. If a couple is, is rooted in and, and an agreement with patriarchy and a religious um, hierarchy, yes. If they're both in agreement with it, well, yes. Of course, I agree. Yes. Of course, if they're both in agreement. I'm saying... Yeah. Yeah, you're you're flipping it. I'm not saying if they're both in agreement. I'm saying the assumption should the should it be or not the assumption should it be the expectation of like if I'm coming into the relationship with five hundred dollars and he got five hundred million, I'm ba- I should the assumption be that I'm he's running things and I need to listen and fall in line. No. <laughs> okay. I don't. I. I. I just feel like exactly. what you're saying is 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 no. All of it's ridiculous. But that all of is it's ridiculous. Super ridiculous. That so is, that's all I'm saying is that like the argument. You're right, and I understand putting it back in his face. Like, oh, you want to be about patriarchy? You ain't do. You ain't. You yeah, ain't the like, breadwinner. Shut the fuck up. But I. I just. I would be remiss if I didn't poultry. point out. Like you know, we go quick to. You ain't got no money. You ain't paying my bills. You ain't this. You ain't that. But even if he was paying our bills, that still doesn't mean that he could tell you what to do and that you're the the expectation is that you just fall in line. It's still wrong. Is my point. It's yeah. still rooted in some shit that like it's still rooted in weird I, hierarchy and power dynamics of women being exactly. submissive and under men, even though they are constantly just ruling from a place of 
profound insecurity. So that's my point is the, the argument against it should not uphold the actual belief. It the argument against it should be. I think it's more powerful. I think no. it works. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't got no, you, you want to tell me what to do? And right? you on so my dime? So we can't be mad when we see these other billionaire dudes and like these dudes with a whole bunch of bread being like, bitch, fall in line. The fuck? You were just tweeting last week. X, Y, Z. We can't be confused when men are confused when they have this kind of power and status and value. We can't. We're, that's like why I'm who? saying like, I hate that, that argument. Anyway. What you mean? Who is it? Have Which, a, name a name what? a name a archetype of couple that's like give for example da 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 da, da they fall in line. And Diddy the fuck Diddy oh, do whatever Diddy the fuck he married none want. of them women. Diddy yeah, do a, he didn't ever marry them. Okay, have you ever been married? Did you still have expectations of your man and how he's gonna act in a relationship? I think Diddy is not being a good, married. Not, has he, nothing Diddy to is do not with a good it. example. All right, you can. I'm just talking uh, about the trope. One of those the basketball pastor trope. I feel like one of those pastor guys or the somebody. The no the pastors. basketball trope, the 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 football players, why the 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 basketball wives, all these women who are, come on, it you, was really, you know the the scenario that I'm talking about. I I think um it was really interesting. Tiana Taylor and her what's his name Iman, mm-hmm. were on Iman Schubert, uh, were on the Charlemagne show. I forgot the name of the show. Child, help me, Jesus. What's the Breakfast the Club. The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about how he was insinuating that if you're going to be with a, a certain status of mm-hmm. a man that makes a lot of money, that you got to just eat it. Like you, you if you got to eat it up. And she was like, "Yup, yup," because he was he was saying like, "Be for real, ladies. You don't want to be with no nigga that isn't wanted. You don't want to be with no nigga that walks into the room and nobody's like making googly eyes at him." And she was like, yep, true. I don't want no ugly nigga. And I was like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is, is crazy it? out here. Or maybe it's not. I don't know anymore. The more and more that I the am. The more you know. The, the more and more that I know. The more you Mandy know, the has, more you don't. Literally, Mandy has ruined me. She's. Ru- I told her, I was like, you have ruined my the hopeful romantic in the me. Disney the Disney princess you. is dead. And now that you tell me all of the arrangements, all of the fucking underbelly of relationships that we uphold, that we're like, oh, we love this. And she's like, child, girl, yeah, you can love it. I but mean, just Beyonce know, I told other you stuff. now, lemonade should have been the, the. I don't think Beyonce is letting Jay cheat right now or do his thing. I really child. don't. Child, you she's think she, like, I'm bored of you too. I think we keep thinking that she's the one that that's like, her. I want you. I, I want you. I would love that. She probably for like, her. just keep it a hundred with me, please. Stop oh lying. My, grow up, child. We love each other. You're the love of my life. And also, listen, I am a daughter of Oshun. I know many things. There's a multitude inside <laughs> of me. Listen, you can't unknow it. So, what are we saying? We want Kiki to stay or go. That ain't none of my business. Let me stay out of it. I want him to shut the to fuck up. To get it up. together. And his everybody's mistaken his brother, the guy that looks like a handsome um, He's Space Jam alien. For a light skin? You know I ain't in the light he skin. He looked like the health, uh, a handsome Space Jam alien <laughs> basketball player. He looked like a handsome one. But um, everybody's confusing him. 
for his thing. brother like leave me alone I, i'll just mind my business i haven't had sex in a year <laughs> also usher gotta stop dancing on these women in these relationships i should say damn my name in everybody mouth like get off my top also i really want to go to the show and it's so expensive can we go this is the best promotion he could ever ask for shout out to usher 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 tweeted was like am i trending yet i was like <laughs> tricky <laughs> What a tricky little like, Yo, Libra man. You know, we share wife. a birthday. I wanted to see him for my birthday, but them tickets. Somebody make it happen for Antoinette. Where the sugar daddies at on this show? Do you I hear don't us? Know. Or at least Antoinette slowly <laughs> throwing you guys a, a fucking Ollie, Ollie you. What's it called? Uh, Ollie you. I love you. Get it together, y'all. All right, will you do an affirmation for a sugar daddy? Girl. I Come will. On. I'll, I'll write about it. No, I can't do it in the Oh, you won't do it right now. Hold on. I'm on I'm on the website. I'm on Ticketmaster right now for my birthday. Oh my God. That's How a much sin. Is it? That's a sin. Three three thousand eight hundred and thirty-five dollars. Wow, he says I'm a, a fucking ticket. icon. It's all no, it's not him. It's resale. Verify resale. Mm. I'm not I don't want to see Usher in row four hundred, like the in, in the balcony balcony like this is insane also are we allowed to say that somebody somebody told me that i say that a lot and it's able you can't say insane now i don't I'm think going, so. i tell you i'm this close to becoming a conservative activist <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you can we say can't it anymore say they, insane now they took it Mm-mm. they took Who's that one they too. took it just the people, just the people. And the Nets. <laughs> Catch you. I'm sorry. I shouldn't try to get you They want us to be right. They took it. They said, mm-mm. Wow. Like, what I really spent, like, okay, there's a floor, then there's the 200s, and then there's the 300s, and then the 400s, which is the top. The 300s are selling for $1,300, a ticket. Girl, you better get a fucking job. The you better fuck? get a fucking sugar daddy. Where I can't ask? get one. Go fund me. There was a sugar daddy. Mandy tried to get me with a sugar daddy, and I was like, "Sir, yeah, you actually scared of a sugar daddy away from me." I couldn't even look at him. I was like, and then it just was all so ridiculous. I was like, "Shut up!" So corny. He took my hand and was like, "If you play your cards right, you'll be on an island next weekend." I was like, "Yo, you should have been like, we're Puerto Rico. I'm trying to go to Puerto Rico." (laughs) Wait, general admission standing is a thousand dollars. Come on, Shanti, let's go for my birthday. I ain't got we fly out to Vegas. Come on, I could get us two economy flights, girl. <laughs> you know what else? I saw Scotty. Shout out to Scotty Beam. That bitch, she going, she gonna write on Twitter, and I'm a little bit drunk. She gonna write on Twitter. Ooh, a con. I haven't been in economy in a long time. It's tight back here. <laughs> I said, you know what? <laughs> That wow. lady, what a life. Congrats. And also, shout out to her and Sylvia. Y'all yeah. better check out the Scotty and Sylvia show on the on Issa, the Issa Ray, Ray Network. Issa, not Issa, shout out to Issa Ray. He got a network. She said, Oprah. Issa's doing her fucking thing. Issa's Capricorns, doing her thing. don't sleep on a Capricorn woman. All right, dead ass though. Would you go if I got us tickets? No, I can't afford this. But I want to see him. But do I feel like seeing him skate around? He was really good at at the roots, though. We would be in the he VIP brought, section. We would that. have to stand up, though. Ja- ask Jasmine. Jasmine, I where know. you at? She'll never listen. She would never listen to this podcast. But not <laughs> us having. You a, saw that she became a, a patron, though. She was like, "Oh, I, let me support." 
<laughs> and she became a fucking patron. Not us having a like, Grammy Award winning friend who performed with Usher and us scrambling. It's so rude and it hurts my feelings. You know what? I'm going to text her and say, is there any way you could get me two tickets for my birthday she and what? Usher's birthday? I'm going to text her now. All right. Stay tuned for the next episode of Runaway Curls to see what this bitch said. Most likely nothing. <laughs> like, um okay i'll look into it she gonna be like girl text text you Ex- just. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it we're an hour and 40 minutes in we're kikiing we love you all and i don't know how to end peace it we still gods, haven't figured that old out and the new. all right peace to the gods the old and the new ashe namaste baby you have just heard an around the way curls john Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>